Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another delayed episode of the Stable of Studs <laughs> podcast. I'm indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez. Uh, before I begin and introduce our gentlemanly host, uh, hostess with the mostest, uh, do me a favor, uh, go and follow us on Spotify and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and just a little heads up to, uh, yeah, well, you know, we'll get into that too. Uh, but we are moving off the Tank Rodriguez show. We are going to be just a Stable of Studs podcast. Just a singular wrestling podcast. And more information to follow, just keep that in mind. But of course, joined with me today, we have Jimothy James Dean, who is not feeling too good. But how you doing, Bubba? I'll give you one sub, sub. Oh, the sub master. Take the sub. They t- we take the sub, and we take it with gratitude. And of course, we have new homeowner. We have uh, Tanner Kenneth Treadway. <laughs> nope, that's, that's not right. It's backwards. No, I don't care if it's K-T-T. backwards or forward. KT Tunstall. There you go. I missed that intro music, man. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, I know. Uh, when I'm doing the movie podcast, they're like, oh, we, we just thought you got rid of the, the, the intro music. I was like, what? What's going on? <laughs> and then magically one day it started to work again. So I don't know. Okay. You All know, right. hey, man, computers, you know, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but of course, and then uh, moving on, we got Mailman Mike. How you doing, sir? Good. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yay. Indeed. And of course, uh, last but not least, host of the Adam Danger po- uh, production podcast, we have Adam Freaking Danger. How you doing, good sir? What's up, everybody? It's good to hear everyone. Uh, glad to be on this podcast. Glad to talk wrestling. R A S S L I N. Hey, wrestling. hey! Quick question before we get into it, Adam. How come you don't? I mean, like, I mean, I, I know we have the stable of studs, but I mean, you have your own thing going. I mean, are you ever going to like talk shop on your podcast or no? You know, I thought about it. I thought about it, but I never wanted to. Uh, I never wanted to infringe on what we've got going on it, it here. Would, it wouldn't be infringing the, at all. On the stable of studs. Brother well, let me tell you this. I, I've got, I had an idea. I'm going to tell you just a quick, quick, short anecdote. I had a Zoom meeting with some friends from around the world, some college friends. We were all meeting up. Hey, how you doing? It's good to see you. And one of my friends, Dina, her sister was there, Sana. I know Sana. We lived in Chicago. She's a real friendly kid. Guess what she was wearing, fellas? A Guess wrestling, what, re- wrestling Sana? T-shirt. AEW t-shirt. Oh. And guess what I was wearing at the same time? An AEW t-shirt. An AEW t-shirt. It blew on. I was like, are you a Mark? She's like, I've been to like two shows here in Chicago. I don't know a lot about it, but I like going to the live shows. That's, I was like, that's good enough for me. Like, That's, that's pretty good. That's, 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 that's what, good enough. That's what people call in, in, in the real world, simpatico. And it would just uh, it just worked yeah. out that day. Uh, or serendipity. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry f- f- fake, fake, fake uh, nerd girl. Uh, fake. Uh, <laughs> see, you're what's wrong with fandom. You're what's wrong with fandom. Uh, no, but on that link, I was thinking like, you know, if I did a show, I could be Let's see, you're just kind of getting into pro wrestling. You like this guy, Orange Cassidy, because of he doesn't course. do anything. Okay, uh, well, what would be a new fan's you know, eye into professional wrestling? Exactly. That was the only time I, I entertained maybe doing another show. Dude. Uh, other than that, this is my home. I love doing stable studs. I am a stud. And uh, this is where I want to be talking wrestling with you fellas. A- absolutely, man. But I mean, I-, I think it would be a different perspective if you did it your own way too on that show. And I have, I, I would, I wouldn't be upset at the least. Uh, but anyway, uh, but, but can't of, blend work with fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but but speaking of being upset, there are a lot of people that are upset. Well, I, we're getting into the show today, guys. All right. Uh, I think the the first order of business. Wait, should we yeah. say? 
Hang on, it's been like only ten minutes, and we're already talking about wrestling. I know, I know. I am. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we are going today. I know. We're focused. Uh, which might who's, who? Who's Dong? Can I talk about real quick? <laughs> <laughs> has, has Jared Leto ever been in wrestling? <laughs> How uh, big is Batista's dick? There we go. Exactly. If I ever call in uh, to bust it open, that's that's going to be my question, uh, yeah. definitely. But I'm going to use uh, uh, an alias. I'll probably use Tanner Treadway. Uh, but yeah, good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Uh, but I, I I've heard pretty big, honestly. Uh, you know, well, uh, he slept with everybody's wives and girlfriends. So. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I mean, it's it's pretty much proven, right? When he because his last return with those skinny jeans. Like, oh man, that would have had a new, uh, new uh, finisher there. I know. <laughs> Anyways, sorry guys, I can't. I didn't mean to actually derail the conversation. I thought you were feeling well. I thought you were. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, not going to be yeah, my yeah, usual yeah. self if today. I, if I'm not my usual so self today, I apologize. But hey, Batista's dick. <laughs> <laughs> the magical cure all. Oh man! That's what the, the ladies say. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, just to go over what we're going to be talking about today, we're going to be talking about, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Kenny Omega, turning "quote unquote" heel, uh, and then, of course, uh, the return of the icon Sting, and then, if time remains, uh, you know, I think it's important to talk about. I think uh, we kind of one, we don't record enough anymore, but. Two, when we do, we don't talk about it. And, of course, that's uh, New Japan coming out with the Woo! Uh, with their lineup or their card for Wrestle Kingdom, which is going Was to... Was that official? Uh, yeah, they released... You didn't know about that, Mr... So, the last that I watched was the end of the Super J Cup, um... Which was very good, but I, I assume that the the finalized card must have been right after that. Well, okay, you know what? Let's get into that first, and then we'll say we'll go into Sting, sure. and then we'll go into Kenny at the end. Okay, sounds good. So okay. yeah, the last that I had seen was the end of the Super J Cup, um, which would have determined um, Hiromu's opponent, which uh, will be El Fantasmo, which is going to be a great match. El Fantasmo, um, he's kind of been the defining heel. In this current era of the the junior heavyweights, like there hasn't really been a more definitive, like just nasty bad guy. So wait, 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 wait one second. So that's uh, you, you said El, Fan, uh, El Fantasmo versus uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Takahashi, yes. Okay, and whoever wins that goes up against Ishimori. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Second night. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So um, night one will be Hiromu, which honestly I'm looking forward to more. Um, than anything involving issue more. I, I don't know. Like well, the, the well, guy just doesn't do anything for me. I don't well, know what it is. Let me let me let me go over uh, the the matches with you. Uh, so for night one, uh, we got Naito versus Ibushi, and that's for the IWGP Heavyweight mm. and Intercontinental mm. Championship mm. match. Mm. Uh, you, you know, it, it's interesting. The more I've hung out with you, Tanner, the more I've learned of, about New Japan, and I'm like I'm seeing names on here that I. Like, for the most part, I recognize all these names. I'm You're actually, like, hey, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I, but I, no, no, no. What I, what I mean is, like, I'm excited about all these matches because, I mean, even if, even the next one, even the next one, I think is going to be a banger. And that's Okada versus Osprey. Mm. Um, I, I think mm. uh, I, I think uh, I, I'm going to be surprised with that. And then uh, we got Tanahashi versus Great Okan, which is a special single match. 
Uh, we got we got Saber Junior versus uh, Tai Chi. Oh, Saber Junior Tai Chi versus the uh, the Gorillas of Destiny, and that's for the tag champs. Um, and then of course Takahashi versus Phantasmo. Uh, that's night one. The night two we got Jay White versus the winner of Kota and Tetsuya. Uh, night mm-hmm. two. Okay, so that that's there. And then Sonata versus Evil. Uh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> about that. I think I think I think that's that's actually like the uh, like the secret uh, match of the night that you know people are more more excited about than anything. Uh, and then uh, uh, Takaji versus Cobb. I think that's going to be a good one too. Uh, and then what happened to Cobb? Like I thought Cobb was going to go for AEW. So he did. He's he's oh. um, to my knowledge, he's he's still okay with with being there. I know he only made like two or three appearances though. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, but yeah, this was his, New Japan was always his dream. Like yeah. even at 37, like the time was kind of running out on on this run for him. Mm. But even you know over like he had after the AEW appearance, he even had like a WWE call. Like he he had a uh, you know interview online where he talked about like New Japan was his heart. Like this is what he's wanted you know since day one. So I'm thrilled for him I and hope, stuff like yeah. That I hope Cobb yeah, never, never goes to WWE ever. Ever, ever, yeah, he's, he's one of those guys that has always been like, okay, you can make it without Vince McMahon. A- absolutely, yeah. James but, and I got to see James and I got to see him perform as Matanza uh, in oh, Lucha Underground, oh. and oh my god, James can tell you like the control that he had in that character, and you know, in front of the crowd, like doing like you know, he does strongman spots, you know, one thing, but. I mean, the spot where he, you know, that he does, where James remembers it, and I remember James' face, where he, you know, grabbed, was it Phoenix, James, from the mat by the throat and completely suplexed him from the mat, grabbing his throat up and over his head, like was, um, like the entire place came unglued. Did he actually wrestle twice on that mat, like on that recording? He once is Matanza, once is actually Jeff Cobb? Yeah, in that four-way dark match before that went live, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, that poor guy, he's getting (laughs) ignored, but... (laughs) <laughs> but he's 37? I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought he was much yeah, younger. Like, Never would have known. No, he and uh, he and Thatcher uh, got a lot of play years ago in uh, SPW up in, in near San Fran um, for just like these strong style matches that nobody in the U.S. was really having. Um, long before, like, you know, you know, Indie America really kind of found him. I, I could not be more thrilled to see him and Shingo at Wrestle Kingdom. They are going to beat the ever-living piss out of each other. Mm-hmm. And, Craig, slight correction, he's actually 38 now. Uh, so. God damn. Oh. oh, wow. <laughs> Tank, I want to take a minute and sell this to you. Sell it. Because I know, it, I know I've been on the Osprey thing, like, since we've been friends, pretty much. Yeah. And I know that... It can sometimes take a real good story for you to get interested in somebody. So, have you kept up with Osprey's recent antics? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so his 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 entire story in New Japan has pretty much been like, I love Okada. Like, I want to be this guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he's yep. he's been this underling who has been learning. Um, he was he he flew at Chaos Flag like nobody else. And so everybody was like, okay, you know, like he's under, you know, this is, this could be the next face. Like this, this guy could be, you know, that next in line kind of thing. And so now, um, Osprey 
<clears throat> has essentially overnight built his own new faction in New Japan. So yeah. on top of on top of Chaos, on top of um, Lij Bullet Club, the core guys, um, Suzuki Goon, we now have the Empire, um, which I think is super interesting because the, the Empire so far is Osprey, who is who is uh, touting you know the English kingdom, the English Empire kind of thing, you know, and then. We have Jeff Cobb, who is, you know, the, the Hawaiian Samoan, um, you know, brutality empire. And then we have Great Okan, which which since he's come back from his excursion, like I, I, I thought I was going to have no interest in him whatsoever. But he's this weird kind of he's got this kind of mysticism to him. It's like old school, like this guy's foreign and I don't get it. Maybe he's magic <laughs> like kind of shit to him. Um, and so he's touting the Mongolian Empire. So it's 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 got all those ties in history. And overnight, it's just become this super dominant faction. Like no, like out of nowhere. I don't even I don't even think they have any merch yet. But so that's what this match is. This match is Okada and this guy who he never really was like friends with, but like it's it's his underling going to the dark side essentially. And so it, it's a it's a very just Star Warsy kind of good you know good guy versus bad guy. How could you do this kind of thing? Honestly, Tanner, you should have led with uh, uh, Bay Priestley, and that would have been sold. Oh, Bay, uh, Bay Priestley's <laughs> going to be there. Bay Priestley will be at the match. Yeah, absolutely. You, you should have just led with that, and then that would have been sold. So good, sir. Wait, what? <laughs> what? B Priestley. Tanner, did you did you see any of? Did, uh, Tanner, did you see any of Okan stuff in Europe when he went on excursion? Never did. I never did. I always heard, um, he would, cause he went, he went to England. He was in, he was in Rev Pro, yes. right? Yes, he was. And I never he, did. he has not even shown a third of what he can do since he came back to New Japan. Like he had like the, the, I am more intrigued by that match with uh, Tanahashi than I am almost anything else on that card, including, uh, like Osprey Okada, I only I already know how good those matches, how great Ibushi is going to do, how great Hiromu is going to do. Like I'm eager to, for the New Japan audience to see how much Oka has grown since the excursion. Like the stuff he was doing at Rampage Brown and uh, Josh Bottom and all the people in Rev Pro that he had an opportunity to work while over there. Like he has gotten so good. Like the the gimmick is so you know much like Master Wado, you know in a way has almost like overtaken like the myth like you said the mystique of the character and the individual a little bit he is going to surprise so many people and even tanahashi's story i don't know if you had already had a chance to kind of share with uh with tank like even tanahashi's story and how interesting that has been for like a top guy to be so you know the savior of new japan basically to be so selfless that his whole story is basically that you know in his in his early 40s his body has broken down so much that, like, you know, in his tag matches with Ibushi or his tag matches with some of the, the young boys, that he's the one taking the fall. That it's, like, his story saying, like, that he just doesn't have it anymore and how selfless and, and uh, incredible that is for, a you know, a top guy, a Cena-level top guy in a company to basically be like, yeah, like, you know, not only put over the new ger- generation, but put it over so emphatically where it's like, yeah, these guys are way better than what I can do now. And I mean, Tanahashi in his, in his sleep is still better than 90% of the, the talents, you know, on oh, the yeah. planet right now. But he's, he's like, 
crafted this incredible story of like you know like he's he's sprinting as fast as he can just to catch up with this incredible new roster, young hungry roster that's just jogging in place and he's telling that like he's eating the falls with like um uh i can never say his name right hanari hanari from from new zealand Hello, hanari. Um, yeah. yeah like he's eating he's the tanahashi's the one eating the pinfalls in those tag matches and it's like whoa like tanahashi could like you know, could coast as one of the New Japan dads, you know, like for the rest of his life and, you know, beat young boys, you know, comfortably, you know, in the opening match. And here he is, he's the one putting over these guys and stuff to kind of like elevate them, like on a way that like Cena never did. And even the rock never did. And like, you know, like he is so, he's so secure in his position and in his, in, in his role in the company and his legacy that he's like, he can tell this new story of like, you know, like, I don't know if I have it anymore. He's like, you know, like that, that old Disney uh, movie, The Rookie, you know, the, the old timer that, you know, suddenly was trying to figure out if he could throw as fast as like the, the young guys and stuff like, and, and has he got one more, one more pull in him, one more fight in him. And he's telling the story beautifully. That's like this, the, this sublime like story that's kind of going under the radar in a lot of ways in New Japan right now that is absolutely beautiful. And he's such a, such a, a God tier level performer. I, I love him. He's incredible. That's awesome. Well, On that, yeah, I, that's really that was awesome, Mike. I I, I love that perspective. Uh, can I just real go back? Were you were you uh, you talking about B Priestley? Yeah. <laughs> were you, do you find her attractive? I like her style. That was a Dude, yes. Look, look. I, I try not to judge people on the basis of their appearance, but she is a bruiser. She looks like her fucking face caught fire and somebody put it out with a shovel. Jesus like, Christ. <laughs> wow. Wow. Why are you coming so hard for B Priestley? I do. Okay. Dude, the first time I saw I, I in a comment, I'm like, dude, dude, Will, you can do better, my, my dude. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she does crazy shit. I don't know. Maybe she's doing wow. for like off in the bedroom. I don't know what. I feel like you tweeted her and she immediately blocked you or something. Yeah, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. Dude, she's got, dude. She's she, she's she's a, a beautiful woman. She looks. This is what she looks like to me. She oh, looks no. like no, no, no. She doesn't. I'm gonna stop you right like there. We're moving on. She looks like no. Joe Rogan doing a cosplay of. Oh. Stop. <laughs> Right. That's just what she looks like to me. Anyways, see you tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh my god. Moving on. Oh. Moving on. Jesus. Holy Christ. shit. Oh. Okay, so are, are we at the corny drive thru or something? Like, is this the Jim Cornette show? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hashtag buried. <laughs> god, oh, I, is this you when you're sick? You're never allowed to come on when you're sick anymore, all right? <laughs> That's he's not. just he's uninhibited right now. He's not going to call <laughs> like he sees it. <laughs> calling poor B Priestley a, a bruiser. A I mean, Joe Rogan cosplayer. <laughs> I mean, look, dude, I calls it like that sees it. Jeez. Anyway, we're going to move, al- move along nicely. Whoa. Uh, you know, uh, speaking of cosplay. Uh, Sting decided to dress. Oh, Steve Borden decided to dress up again as Sting. <laughs> oh and, my god! <laughs> and come back uh, to a, to TNT where he hasn't been in over twenty plus years, and hasn't done anything yet except look at uh, uh, Darby Allen for a little bit, and you know, at, he gave to Tony a hug, and he gave Tony a hug. Yeah, yeah. and I, uh, eh, I mean, look. When when AEW started, you know they they touted how one it wasn't a war, 
two, it wasn't about bringing the old guys back and making it like a WCW-esque show just because it's on TNT. Guess what they are doing? Everything the opposite. Everything the opposite they said they weren't going to do, they're doing. Uh, well, because okay. they need ratings. But they, need they, ratings. Don't. They, they don't, though. They're, they're beating WWE NXT every week. Well, they, they, they are beating Raw. NXT. They're not beating Raw. Which, no. which is okay, yeah, you okay, but I mean, still, I mean, they're still beating. That's what, okay, A- AEW, well, like the like the boys, they're like, all right, yeah, we beat NXT. That's the wrestling show. Hell yeah, we're 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 the shit. But TNT, then, no, wait, 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 wait no, hold on. They continue, no, 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 no. They continue to beat the shit as you as you are, and you don't rely on freaking legend talent to put you over. You get yourself over. I don't think they want to. I think TNT wants to. TNT has been behind all of the, like, hey, remember WCW? Shit. And TNT has the money, besides Tony. Tony probably has more money than everyone in TNT. Absolutely. Anyway. And just on the the subject of, like, uh, AEW versus Raw, um, Meltzer was jizzing in his pants all day today because apparently it came out that uh, uh, Dynamite beat Raw in the 18 to 49 demo for all three hours of Raw. Demo God. Demo guy. Yeah, so, for yeah, three so, hours? Yeah, all three hours. Dynamite's not a demo. Show. No, no, like the, the ratings were wrong on their three oh, hour okay. show. So were not equivalent. Hours, so three hours of Did, Raw, yeah. it didn't match. Age. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah, so they've got their finger on the pulse of that age group. Man, they're, are, they're doing that really well, like for sure. Like so, that's, so, you know. So, bringing it back around, though. What we're what we're kind of curious, and maybe we'll find out tomorrow, maybe not. What is Sting actually doing there? If he's signed to a multi-year contract, he's the the assumption is he is going to wrestle. You know, I I, I okay three years. Let's say three years. That's that's a pretty good wrestling contract. That would that would be considered multi as opposed to a two-year contract. I feel like after two, you have to either say. Like you can't say multi if it's two, yeah. like you gotta say multi if it's three. So let's. I'm gonna assume three years because the dude is already sixty. Yeah, and so I'm gonna say less than five matches if he wrestles at all. So you have yeah. him, you have him with Darby, of course, and then you ended with and and then you ended with. Ugh, I love AEW. AEW is my go-to show, uh, but the Prince of Wrestling kind of gets to me the fact that he's in you know half in charge of that company and then you know that, that that's the way they're going to actually uh get sting out of there is they're going to have him their last match sting's last match is going to be sting against cody? cody yeah absolutely yeah no i think okay I'll, I'll i'll kind of go back a little bit uh when sting showed up it was spoiled for me right uh and that was no one's fault i was watching home alone with my wife and i got on twitter and i just see 20 people that I, yeah. I kind of follow just put Sting! And it said like eight <laughs> minutes ago. I said, no, this yeah. can't be this can't be it. And so afterwards we watched it. He comes out with all the fanfare. It's great. Like and it's in the middle of the show. It's in the middle of dynamite. It's not at the end of the show. Yeah. It uh he comes out, but I and, and take you just brought it up and I'm gonna echo your point here. I don't as cool as it was, as much of a religious experience for me. It was to see the stinger out there. Why? Yeah. And and, see, the, and a week later, why? He's just like, well, I want to see what Darby's up to. You never know what I'm gonna do. And I'm like, so if so you just came here to hang out with people, 
Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, you're, you're you hit it right on the nose, man. I mean, if it's to put Darby over again, it goes back to my point. Darby, I mean, it just it just shows that. I mean, to me, in my opinion, it just shows a lack of trust they have in their talent to get themselves over without any in any kind of outside assistance. I, I don't necessarily agree with it. I see it as it's nothing to do with their talent. It's you know the highest selling t-shirt and the fastest selling t-shirt in AEW history. Like you're not going to pass that up. First off, Steve didn't want to go out the way he went out in WWE. So he already felt cheated. And we all know that, that WrestleMania match was horseshit, but um, I feel like he's going to go. He's going to. Bye James. Bye James. Breaking up. See you James. Bye. Good night. Hey, wait, you're, you're, no, wait, wait, hold on. You're breaking up. You, you, we didn't hear anything you just said right now. We didn't hear anything. God, can you repeat it? it. <laughs> repeat it. I like, I like staying the end. No, I'm just saying it. it uh, it's what was it about? Like if they weren't going to bring them in, like, what, like they're not going to pass. Is am I frozen? No, no, no you're good. You're good. Uh, if I mean, if if Steve Borden's, if the Stinger wants to come back to wrestling, are you going to tell him no? No. Of course not. Of course not. They already have fucking, it's already an old folks home with fucking, you know, uh, uh, the, Jake and every, like, at this point, he's just going to be another one of those. He's going to be another, you know, on-screen air manager with a bunch of star power. Who but gives see, a shit? But see, that's worked so far with AEW. Like, yeah. like everyone, like, the, the old guys have not been anything except an addition to their existing talent. Yeah, no, so, I'll give you that. Except Greg. So for, <laughs> Greg. The Hammer Valentine. <laughs> oh, he because he sh- he just wanted to come to a show one time? <laughs> that was bad. He was, he I forgot gone. about he's that. A, he's in a vulnerable age group, and he's just there. I like, bet he actually up. bought a ticket, oh, and they just put no, a camera on him. No, exactly. They no, they didn't. <laughs> hey, but, okay, no, so, no, wait, hold on. As, hey, go back on the network and watch some, some Greg Valentine matches. You'll be surprised at how good that motherfucker was. No, he, he was good. He just had a terrible haircut. Oh, and then when he died in black, oh, that was weird. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> so as as a, as a kid who plus, plus he made fucking Brett the Hitman Hart look like fucking Elvis with his charisma. My God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. James, I will slap you through the fucking internet right now. Like <laughs> I love Brett. I'm just saying, like, but you have like they just blow me away every time because it's just I don't. Oh, go ahead, God. Tanner. Go. You're next. But, as as like the definitive WCW kid, like I was five years old in '97. Yeah. So you know that that's that yeah, doesn't make you definitive WCW kid. You had three <laughs> years, bud. Three fucking years. No, no. So I'm saying like at at like at maybe a little after the peak. Um, you know, we had you know Crow Sting showing up every week and just beating up NWO. You had Goldberg just killing everybody. Yeah. So th- those were my two guys. I had Goldberg and I had Sting. And Greenberg. so, whatever. Anyway, go ahead. Whatever. My mom, my mom boned uh, Goldberg, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but so, so for me, being that WCW kid, uh, I, I didn't have it spoiled for me. I watched it. I, I think I was doing dishes. Lights went out. And then it was just that first frame of the snow with the crow 
like set off that red flag. Like I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't immediately like sting, but I was like crow. And like, like it, it started setting off the, the neurons in my brain. Right. And then they did it again, right at the end. And I was like, it can't be. And then sting right across and came out with the bat. Oh man. I agree with Adam. It was, it was religious. I don't care why he's here. Yeah. For, for I, me. Yeah. I understand. I'll say it. Sting is probably my favorite wrestler. Period. I, I don't. I don't know if that changed, but he, he was the face of WCW, hands down. Just there's nobody. There's nobody that compares. You know, you can you can argue, you can try to argue Flair and Hogan, but Sting was yeah. cemented in WCW to the end. Um, yeah. And look, and, I still and, and, think his uh, Survivor Series or his um, uh, his uh, no Survivor Series Survivor Series. I think that was more. Uh, like I, I almost think that was a better debut. I did that. That was perfect. more unexpected. Yeah. Like, the thing is, with this, it wasn't unexpected because everybody kept talking. Oh, Sting's gonna probably go to. Eight. Like I kept hearing it, so I was waiting for it to happen soon. So I don't know. It's. See, I I think they hit it just a little bit too soon because because as soon as his contract ended, I was like AW. But well, they, no, they, I'll go. I'll go back to what no. James said about like uh, Survivor Series. I remember seeing on it was like WWE putting out for celloists or like violin yeah. players for the next paper yeah. and it's like well why would they get those people so you knew like that week oh like sting's gonna show up because of something that leaked i hadn't heard yeah. hide nor hair about i mean i, I mm. thought sting was pretty much donezo yeah no and, and again it's a cynic in me as far as like what promotions need to be doing to make themselves prosper and this is but the fan of me gets it like I, I i'm glad that sting's there i'm glad we get to see him again uh it does bring a bit a bit of that nostalgia and it, it, it is gonna help uh, like solidify that that demographic of, of the guys that are, are wanting something different and you know as far as not the same old cookie cutter wwe's and been putting out uh for the past couple of years or maybe half a decade um you know that we haven't been you know getting that good product that we we loved and you know and miss uh and yeah, but yeah so i mean I, I can talk all the shit that i one but i get it and it, it, it made me happy to see sting there um i just I, I i don't think darby i don't think darby needs it i think darby it, it's kind of a lazy i agree with you 100 yeah there. like he, he doesn't yeah. he, he can do it on his own I, i'm not i'm not i'm not the biggest fan of darby allen whatsoever um but i he's he's been proving himself like week after week anytime he, he gets in the ring yeah. i get it I really do, and I get why people like him, and I, I think he's he, he he doesn't need Sting yep. to, to to do that. But that being said, against that match with Sting, and if he does, and if Darby, even if he doesn't even go over, I'll, I'll, even even if he doesn't go over, he has solidified himself as an AEW uh, main talent roster going just going up against Sting, and and the only way it doesn't work is that they don't have a good match. Here's here's how I'm kind of nervous about it this is the only reason i've been nervous about it um i feel like it's too early for darby um i don't because you're right i think he needs no help in getting over i think he is he is two maybe a year and a half away of being that aew guy the same way that sting was the wcw guy the icon the franchise the whole thing so i think it's too early for darby and I think it's too late for Sting. So it's they, they just missed the mark on both ends. So really, if they don't do it now, then it just wouldn't happen. So yeah, they, they, don't, have, they don't have time to wait for that. 
Exactly. So, so regardless of the bad timing for both of them, if it doesn't happen now, it's not going to. And yeah. so, cool. I'm excited. My thing is like, God, what a they're fucking. First off, Sting. I love I love Sting, but he can't. The, his chance of putting on a quality match are slim to none at this point. Yeah. They're met. There's how do you mix, mix those styles? Like you don't. I don't know. Well, it's you just have Darby like show, bumping but... around for him. Yeah, and, like, he's gonna take a senior splash and like Darby. What we've seen so far, he can bump better than anybody, right? He's because he's still young and spry, and he'll move around the ring. And uh, hey, I think that might be interesting. Yeah, and of course, there's DDP yoga, man. I mean. It ain't your mama's yoga, and I'm pretty sure Steve's been working on that. And you never I mean, hope so. I mean, if uh, I mean, granted, uh, you know, Jericho's not 61 years old, but he's still in his 50s taking bumps, um, and you know, he still works his ass off. Um, real quick, one thing that I want to mention, real quick though, that that this happened within the the very first day is the obnoxious element of the and toxic hypocrisy of the wrestling community is as soon as Sting came out I saw sites and, and wrestling pages either diehard like WWF guys or diehard AEW guys posting pretty much the same meme but attacking the other party where it would be like you know WWE fans like I love Goldberg yeah Goldberg uh, Sting oh you're too old to be in AEW that's lame <laughs> and then vice versa like AEW yeah. fans eh, Goldberg's whack he's why are you pushing old old dudes yay sting it's the same fucking meme yeah. you morons like yeah see and i i don't get the comparison because like on one hand you have goldberg literally crushing the new and upcoming thing in the fiend or taking the title from fucking kevin owens yeah. and then you have sting who just showed up and talked to tony yeah, yeah. It, it's two different like it's elements. it's not the same it's not even it's close not. to being the same AEW has a good track record with old guys and and how they yeah. contribute to the product yeah. in a in a minimal in, in a and constructive way in a very short amount of time. Yeah, too. Um, and then you have Goldberg, who's like, "I'm here. I'm going to take the title from that guy you all like." Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. I'm not sure if you. I mean, the other piece of news. I'm not sure if you read that, James, but uh, it has come out that Undertaker has come out of retirement for the Sting <laughs> Undertaker match. <laughs> 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 well, I would I would say this too, Tank. On top of bringing in Sting, and this might be to Tanner's point too, of it being a TNT call. Uh, you also had Shaquille O'Neal show up finally, and again, he's, yeah. he's a celebrity that will bring in um, you know a general populace. If you kind of like wrestling and you know who Chris Jericho is and you remember Sting, you'll know Shaquille O'Neal. And Shaquille O'Neal has been, you know, a part of wrestling for for 25 years now, whether it's WCW, WWE, yeah. and now AEW. So you are just yeah. kind of bringing a broad yeah. uh, base, broad viewers. I heard that. Uh, I heard. I heard that Snoop Dogg is doing an yeah. AEW thing, and that WWE is mad at Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's real. because of Sasha Banks. Because Sasha, right? But yeah. like, what the f- like, you, you, he's he's been on he's been on on Raw or a, a pay per view like one or two times. I think that was it. Yeah. And and now they're like, 
you're 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 a WWE fan, Snoop. You can't yeah, you can't go to that, guys. That's really no. weird. I don't, I don't get it, and I don't know how how they because I, I know I read an uh, an article saying that Shaq helped put him over that mill that mill mark. Uh, the million, uh, wa- uh, I guess, eyes, you know, uh, or that where he gets the water in his face. But how, oh, how, how did that even uh, like, like, like Shaq wasn't even like build? Like, how do I mean? That's just weird. I think uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if they're they're, they're making because it got on social media. That's the thing is yep. these days, audience yeah. reaction is instant. This isn't the fucking '90s or even '80s where you know you had to hear about TV shows the next day after they aired yeah, fucking point. Twitter it's like shit happens people Sh- are meeting Shaq has this ability where he shows up on a commercial or he does a podcast or, or he does a YouTube video there's a frame of it every single time he shows up or, in any uh, capacity there's a frame that goes viral uh, so was, I'm, I'm not surprised that, that was, they blew uh, up that was James's favorite part in Hoobie Halloween uh, when Shaq <laughs> came us the DJ. that's right De- definitely <laughs> Oh my God! Well, I know no, he, he didn't explode. Oh, dude, I think I, I just gave me worse diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if this is the if this is the segue, but the uh, like it, to to everyone's point, I guess, kind of the you know bringing in the social media side, bringing in the difference, you know, and how Goldberg's used versus how Sting was used. Like you know, to Tanner's point, Goldberg, you know, used in the main event of that Saudi show. Whereas, like, Sting was used, you know, what is it, middle of the program yeah. to yeah. get all these eyes and all of a sudden, and what did they tune in and see, but uh, but a pretty historical main event where, you know, like, I, I don't know if this is a segue to our next topic, a- absolutely. like, Omega absolutely. defeating John Moxley for the AEW world title, and in the process, setting the entire internet on fire with a comment being made by Don Callis as they ran out of the building. So, that's, uh, you know, so, I mean, if that's how... AEW, if it was TNT's choice to use Sting, AEW used it in the smartest way possible to get Absolutely. all those guys on the program and keep it, you know, and keep it for the two guys in the main event who aren't in their 60s, like, right now. Yeah. Goddamn, Mike, so, that's like, a fucking really great point. I, I hadn't even yeah. considered that. That's fucking genius. Yeah, that's very dead on. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, uh, and, 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 of course, what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is when... Uh, well, of course, as the mailman mentioned, uh, Moxley versus uh, the best ever, Kenny Omega, uh, for the championship. And then, of course, uh, Don Callis, uh, the, uh, what is it, uh, I guess CEO or owner of, uh, not, I'm not sure, the owner. Yeah, some president? sort of executive yeah. president. Some sort of executive president of Impact uh, sort of interfered in the match. And which caused is that his actual title, some sort of executive president. I don't care. Uh, yeah, it I always really changes don't. because he is. comes on and says, "Like you thought, I just wanted to come to Impact and to be an announcer like you." Uh, no, I had this plan all along. Yeah. Uh, guys, this is a great Don Callis impression. That, that was that really was actually that was actually, actually really actually good. good. I'm actually impressed. Uh, but so yeah, so uh, which uh, uh, made everybody uh, actually tune into uh, Impact for the first time in many years. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I actually had to get a a, a Philo uh, a subscription <laughs> uh, in order to uh, get access to Access, uh, which is uh, a double entendre for a lot of things uh, in and out of wrestling, but. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, 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 there's no way. I mean, it's really hard to get access, uh, the access channel in anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I tuned into Impact for the first time. Uh, got to see some interesting matches. I actually got to see uh, Motor Machine, uh, which was actually. Uh, uh, I don't uh, the name. Uh, yeah, what is the name? Why am I drawing a blank on that? 
Motor City, Motor City Machine. Yeah, Motor Machine. Yeah, Motor Machine. I can't even say it now. I don't even know what the, y'all just said it. I don't Motorhead. Know Motorhead. There we go. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Motor Speedway. Motorhead Machine. Yeah. City. Yeah, those guys. Uh, saw that, and I saw a Mike. You know, a wrestler that Mike's been touting about, uh, which I enjoyed. Uh, made me a uh, believer. Uh, but, uh, he, I don't know if he was nervous or what. I mean, he had a good, I mean, I, I know I, I said it before in, in our group. Um, and of course you can refresh my his name after I'm done here. Uh, but he, he looked like he, he started off fresh. I mean, he looked amazing that first half of that match and that second half, it looked like he was just going through the motions. He looked like gassed out, but oh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Chris Bay. Yeah. Chris Bay. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm yep. really excited to see more of him. Uh, and see what Tank, he does. you got the network. Um, check out the Super J Cup. It was on. It was on NJPW Strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. The show that's out on every. Why? Why did I say that? I sound like I'm running a fucking ad. Um, <laughs> but it, it's on New J. It's uh, it's on New J- New Japan Strong. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. He he went against one of the young lines, Clark Connors. Um, just a straightforward, no nonsense, no fans, so no nerves, kind of kind of match. So yeah. it was really good. Yeah. But yeah, so all of us, uh, uh, for the I guess for the first time in a long time, uh, tuned in to watch Impact to see what Kenny Omega was going to do, uh, and I think uh, Adam had a really good point. Like these might have uh, these episodes might might be in the can already, um, so there wasn't a lot of interaction with the people in uh, Impact. It was more so uh, Kenny Omega and Don Callis and Josh Matthews um, in. Uh, it, uh- did anyone see Final Re- Resolution? No. No, I was watching Impact before we started recording. So I watched the first hour. I saw some of the uh, uh, highlights, but they didn't really talk about Kenny. Like they showed this hour, they showed Kenny talking to Carl Anderson. They're still yeah. in that like bus and just like, hey, yeah. bro, is did they do that on Final Resolution? That yeah. See, the, they Don Callis because uh, Kenny was actually in Mexico for. Uh, triple, triple mania. They, oh yeah. Yeah, but they but they filmed that early also, except where he was. Yeah, he was on the bus. Okay. And so Don Callis said he was. Yeah, he Don Callis said, "Oh, he's you know Kenny's only here to see family, and by family, yeah, the machine gun walked on the bus. So it's like, oh shit, oh, what are we? What? Wow. Like, yeah. So it's the. So now the question is, what happens from here? And did they make yeah. they make mention of of Carl Anderson as well? That's yeah, a machine oh, yeah. gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, what I'm interested in is is this particular phrase that blew up on social media. I don't think it's been on Impact. I don't think it's been on AEW. But, but the thing that everybody's saying when it comes to Kenny Omega and this whole thing has been belt collector. So, yeah. And yeah. I, th- I think it's a, a really smart idea because I don't think, I don't think anyone in New Japan um, – wouldn't think that Kenny is the champ wouldn't help them. You know, I don't think anyone in AAA would be like, oh yeah, we, we probably shouldn't have Kenny Omega as a champ. I don't, I don't think that anyone in Impact would be like, yeah, um, we don't really want Kenny Omega as a champ. Like, I think every fucking promotion on the planet right well, now. Well, let, let, let's let's actually harp on that here too. But but just to just to uh, you know ramp up the Kenny segment. I mean, just. Kenny has turned heel. He's 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 obviously with Don Callis now. Don Callis needs to take all those stupid ass glasses uh, before he gets punched in the face yeah. with them. He's cool. Come on. <laughs> he needs to button up that top button. Uh, he looks like a fucking creep looking at for like eighteen year old girls uh, to, to to pay their bills. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's working. It really works. Um, I'm not sure if uh, people don't 
like that this idea i think they need don Callis to add that extra heel element to it which i, I do appreciate because he is very heelish with that un, like literally the button being unbuttoned no tie those stupid aviator colored glasses he's a piece of shit. It, it, he, yeah exactly he looks like a piece of shit and i love it yeah. um so i think people wanted this i think people want want to cheer for this but the fact that don Callis is on it i think it's an amazing i i'm i'm happy about it i know adam had some choice words uh, regarding maybe the promos on it, he wasn't happy. Yeah. No, I was. Uh, thank you for bringing that up, Tank. Uh, <laughs> you know, while everybody was saying, "Oh, this is great, this is exciting," I thought the promo was a little flat from Kenny. I thought Kenny just kind of meandered and said, "Well, hey guys, uh, you know, I used to like to collect comic books as a kid. Well, now I'm gonna collect titles." And I was trying to think to myself, like, why didn't that resonate? I like comic books. I like things like that. But when he said it, I just thought, wow, this is like real Rob Van Dam energy. Just like, hey, guys, I'm here to win. That's that's real ricochet energy. While Kenny Omega is, is, uh, yeah, Kenny uh, Ricochet. Well, Kenny Omega, you know, I want him to collect belts. I want him to have the come out with, like, in late WCW when Lance Storm had all these belts and they were hanging belts on belts. I thought Kenny could have come out and said, listen, I'm the best professional wrestler on the face of the earth. I will come into your promotion. I'll come into your promotion. I will come into your promotion, and I will beat your champion. I will beat you, Nick Aldis. I will beat you, uh, Rich Swan. I will beat anyone they put in front of me because I am the best wrestler on the face of the planet, and you can't stop me now. And I thought where, that would have been great. Did you have that written down somewhere? No, no. That's just, I'll, <laughs> I, I, I'll address a couple points on that. Go Number ahead. one, can I can uh, I do one real quick? No, yeah, Jimothy, go, Jimothy, go. All right. Okay, go Jim. So first off, uh, I don't know if you ever saw a Kenny Omega promo in New Japan, but okay, that's he's going where I was going to go. That's pretty much what he what he, <laughs> he did in that character, anyways. Uh, so, but number two, that's who Kenny is. First off, I, we don't need another generic. I'm the best in the world. I'll take like we don't need that. That's not and that's not who Kenny's character is. Kenny's character is this weird smarmy. I don't even know. Like, it's really hard it's, to put in words. It's slimy. It's slimy. It's kind of like uh, he, he's obviously playing a very stereotypical arrogant, but he's there's something extra that I can't even put my finger it's on. It's like John plays. Silver from Karate Kid Three, like super arrogant. He knows he's the best, so and he's gonna he doesn't need to prove it to you. Well, so that's the thing. Well, it's, go ahead, it's, go you like, have you, you have a weird like. So go ahead, Tanner. I was gonna say like. You you have your your promo and what everybody has this idea of a good promo is, and and it's it's that that phrase that everybody goes back to in WWE. It's like oh, be yourself but dialed up to eleven. That's not how promos were in New Japan. And so I think he was like, all right, people want the cleaner. I'm going to be the cleaner. And in and in that New Japan gimmick, what it was, it was it was more. It was it was much more dialed back. Think of like I, I don't know if you guys are UFC fans, but like think of that fighter that you you listen to an interview with him, and like nobody wrote anything for him to say, but you hear him speak, and you're just like, oh fuck that guy. Yeah. I hope somebody punches him in his nose. It was it's that kind of energy, and so it's the same thing with their faces. The faces were just super genuine. Like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna try really hard. Um, I, I've trained really hard, so let's see where my ability takes me. Like that kind of thing. And so that's what he's doing. He's going back to that New Japan gimmick that he's being the cleaner. But I think a lot of the AEW fans are, are they. 
I, I don't know if they only caught the matches and the and the and the over the top persona that comes through in his movements in those matches, but in the promos, it's very dialed back, very minimal. And so, as opposed to the the catchphrases and and the nasty quotable tweetable moments, you just have this this dude that you fucking hate. Yeah, but it I, was uh, boring. It was yeah. boring. <laughs> like that. That being said. It was low energy. And, I mean, we're talking about an invasion. Guys, this is an invasion of impact. And we're thinking everything that we talked about a year ago, why couldn't different like NWA and ROH and AEW Great and segue. New Japan, why couldn't we have a huge like wrestling contingent like a crossover? This is something that WWE will not do, although Triple H says that maybe NXT might be interested. However, this is something no. we've talked about, like the World Series of Wrestling. If This all hinges on... Kenny Omega being that linchpin, being the person that goes from promotion to promotion and gets excited. If he's doing some sort of nuanced, kind of small, quiet, I'm a smarmy guy, that's not going to be good enough. You had eyeballs watching Impact to watch that. Guys like me watching Philo on Tank's account and then today watching on (laughs) Twitch TV, something I never thought I was going to do in all of my life, turn on Twitch, and he just comes out and it's just that kind of Middle of the road energy. I'm sorry, that's not good enough. You should have done it with somebody like Eddie Kingston. People you say that's watching. not good enough, like they didn't get 13 times the viewership that they normally do. Cool, they're at 26 now. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw Meltzer try to make the the comparison that Callis and Omega were going for a Bobby Heenan Nick Bockwinkle vibe, which. The best heels in the business couldn't touch Nick yeah. Bockwinkle, Bobby Heenan's oh, worst yeah. promos. So yeah, that's a ho- that's a high bar to leap to. However, I will say for you guys, if you you know, to all four of your points, if you've not seen it and stuff, like honestly, like I just got done on my break earlier on today, I got to watch um, Omega have the, maybe one of my favorite matches of his against Laredo Kid from this last Triple Mania. Like honestly, he made that already Laredo happened. Kid Yes, they, that was a bad Saturday. He made Laredo Kid a star in that match, and then when that's all over, he did one of those without Don Callis present. He did one of those old school to me Kenny Omega in New Japan press conference type promos with the assorted like reporters there talking about like his next challenge, and you got full Kenny Omega. Like honestly, like he has not looked that comfortable in his own skin to me once on AEW, and like. I, if you guys have a chance to throw it up there, please throw it up there because it's that it's that promo that is both like you said, a little smarmy, a little cerebral, a little like he he managed to throw to another challenger. Like he he put out a challenge to Vikingo, which if you've not seen, you guys listening to this, you fans listening to this, if you've not seen Hijo del Vikingo, like you want to talk about high flying like Phoenix and Pac and Ricochet, Vikingo is them times a hundred. Like, he can do stuff that shouldn't even be physically possible. And Omega threw a challenge out at him at the end of it and did it so sweetly, so, like, you know, with interest and charisma and kind of like, you know, I've had my eye on you. I bet, you know, like, let's see, can you stand up to the champ? Are you championship worthy? I don't know. I'd like, to, I'd like to find out. Like, his promo was so well done and had such energy and conviction and passion. Like, seek that out if you guys have an opportunity to because it is gold. For sure. And Loved it. I, and I think, yeah. Oh, my God. And I think on that note, too, I, I think the bigger question is what do we do with this? Is it is it yeah. going back to you know the territory days 
uh, like Adam brought up. I mean, and I think that's how that's the only way that David beats the Goliath that is WWE. Uh, you know, the, they're the Power Rangers, and they all have to combine forces to become the Megazord uh, in order to to take down the you know the evil Vince McMahon monster uh, that he you know he grew. I mean, I that would be that would be the the thing that makes mo- most sense. But again, I don't think AEW necessarily has to do that if they if they play the long game. Uh, but also, um, you never know like you know what's going on the back end as far as with. Uh, uh, you know the financial stuff. I mean, of course, Tony Khan will never run out of money. Uh, but if you're hemorrhaging your bets on there, uh, you know it, it can only go so long uh, before it doesn't make financial sense. But I mean, that's neither here nor there. Um, but I, I don't think AEW necessarily has to do it. But I think if, to make a good competition for WWE, uh, which is, is which is good for everybody. Um, once yeah. WWE ha- has their feet to the fire, they know they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and actually get what we got back 20 plus years ago which was great great yep. wrestling stories and great wrestling yep. um and and you know and not to knock on wwe but better talent uh, which they do have good talent or utilize the talent they have in a, in a much better yeah. way yeah. i should say that yeah. um yeah. but uh you know it, there's no better person to do it than Kenny. Kenny's been all, all over the world. Uh, if anyone can do it, regardless of his promo skills or, or, or whatever, uh, you know, they, they aren't, they aren't really, you know, uh, well, let me tell you something, brother. It's not that, you know what I mean? It, it, it is like, I, I think the, the perfect word is cere- cerebral. Um, and, and I think uh, it, it's going to benefit a lot of people uh, more. So it's going to benefit the boys. I think the the biggest one here is the boys are going to get their their limelight. They're you know not so much their fifteen minutes of fame, but they're actually going to get paid, and I like that. I like that idea. Um, yeah. And, and I think it's it's going to be more wrestling for us, and more more uh, more ways to watch more wrestling. Not that we don't have enough already, uh, but more good wrestling. Yep. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I, it's so weird. I think this gives an opportunity. Sorry, Tony. I was going to say this just gives an opportunity to so many people. Even if you're in Impact right now, someone like Moose. Who I yeah. I liked. I haven't seen Moose in a couple of years. Yeah, it was so this, weird seeing him. And I was like, wow. It just yeah. gives a couple extra bucks yeah. to his contract because you know I'm finally compelled to watch Impact again. Good. I'm glad. And, yeah. and yeah. I'm glad to see some of those lesser uh, folks we just haven't seen in a while. I'm just happy yeah. that Lex Luger didn't show up on AEW. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you they didn't have the ring. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, oh, God. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Wow. You're the best. I love you. No. Uh, I was going to say, it's so weird that I feel like there are these unspoken comparisons or similarities right now between Omega and really WWE's only star, which is Roman Reigns. Like, like you have this guy who... Kind of like I, I know it's a much smaller scale because it's 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 confined to the wrestling audience, which has become very niche. Um, but Kenny Omega is kind of in that Hulk Hogan type of type type of role where like everyone is like Oof. Kenny Omega, yeah, like yeah, I want I want him here, yeah, yeah, I want to give him the belt, yeah, I want him uh, as yeah, a champion. I, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. It, I was like, I was like, we can't. I mean, as much as I love oh, Kenny Omega. <laughs> The wrestling audience is nowhere near that same scale. Yeah. If it was, I think it would be a different story. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so you have WWE's really only star, which is Roman Reigns, and then you have Kenny Omega. It's 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 so weird seeing Roman Reigns confined to this small area now when when the possibility for Kenny Omega is everywhere but WWE because he yeah. said no to them I don't even know how many times. Yeah. 
you know, on an unrelated note to WWE, you say the Roman Reigns is like their biggest star. Uh, I'm not sure if, if y'all been keeping up with it, but the most interesting story in my eyes, I made a post about it yesterday, is the Lana and Nia Jack story. Yep. It is actually the most compelling. It re- it's true. It's it, the best written. It, it is the best written story, and not even it. kidding. No, 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 no. If you watch it, you'll understand. I, you know me. I'm, and, and I'm. It's not a sexist or a, you know anti-feminist statement at all. I'm not the biggest fan of of women wrestling, and it is the most important storyline right now that's going Here's on. What, okay, hope hopefully you can catch me up on it because here's what I've seen. I've seen Lana get put into about four tables. Nine. Not. That's better. You're right. That is better. Uh, I saw I saw Lana pick up the win at Survivor Series by standing outside the ring. Yep. Um, I saw with, Lana, but against the team uh, with the team that was putting her through the tables. Yes, exactly. Okay. And then I saw Lana pick up an incidental pin. I think the Monday after that Survivor Series, and so I saw all that, and I was like. Okay, so I'm supposed to care about this woman who doesn't the, even compete? The way about. she's doing it and the yeah, fact that yeah, she's being picked on, she's continuously being bullied. It makes me hate her more. How? That, that means because you're I a terrible person. Yeah, that person. means you're a terrible person. Yeah. yeah you're, worse, because, you're worse than Jimothy for making fun of B. Priestley. No, okay, so she's getting picked on, <laughs> and but she wins everything. And so, like, like she, she sits no, no, outside no. the ring, and then she wins. That, like, that makes me mad as a fan because I'm like, I just watched this whole match of people that competed. Because in the she's not supposed to win the, st- the ad. Yeah, and again, it, it wasn't her winning. It was it wasn't gratifying. Uh, you're wrong. You're I, way I, I just off, dude. You're way off the mark. Like, because, again, it's the story of somebody who's... Be- like, the one thing that I enjoy about this is one has been a joke as an in-ring yes. performer since Thank day you. one. Yes. Meanwhile, she you know she Good has charisma. She has charisma. She's physically capable. She's probably one of the most physically capable women that stepped in that ring. That Absolutely. lady is super athletic. See, but that's what I'm saying. If she like she's but she is physically capable. That. If you see the newest episode, the yeah. newest match, she does. Win, she wins on her own accord. Yes, okay. and it's done well. My favorite thing, though, real quick. I don't know if you saw Rusev's post about it. Nah, but yeah. Rusev yeah. posted a uh, on his Instagram. Because like so, how she won? Yeah. She basically, basically laid on top of uh, uh, Naya's big legs, but uh, you know, basically her face is in Lana's uh, uh, in her business. And Rosa yeah. posts, he's like, I showed her that pin last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. yeah. I was like, goddamn hero. You're what a guy. Hero. Goddamn hero, you're my hero. I'm gonna put that in a shirt. That's a good shirt. Uh, and, yeah. and, and I mean, uh, it really is. I, I, I really do. I mean, the way I hate for Osprey, it was the same way I hated women's wrestling. And I, I am now, uh, again, not to be redundant, a believer uh, in that storyline. Uh, aside from the Hurt Business um, and the, what is it, the Retribution, which is god-awful. Um, or no, no, it's Retribution with Ricochet. Never mind. Uh, but the, the storyline with, with the Hurt Business, I just, uh, it's... I don't know if they're not putting too much stock in it anymore, um, but I'm not as as interested. Because um, well, they're 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 it's they're going up against fucking Jeff Hardy and like, and first off, New Day without Big E. I'm sorry, I just don't I don't care as much. Yeah, uh, it's like two dudes. I don't know. We that's a whole other podcast. But uh, but her business still rules. Like they absolutely very rarely do I truly enjoy heels that especially a heel faction that much. 
Yeah. Uh, and they some mean. I mean, they're mean as fuck. They bully. Yeah. I mean, they're straight up bully people. But for some reason, it's the most compelling. And I also think the most authentic. If I was walked in the WWE, and those, were, if I saw like all the different clicks, and I that was a legitimate click, I'd steer the fucking as far away from those dudes as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, uh, it should, and, and, it, and it translates on air. And I, I still love it. Uh, I still love them. Uh, but I, again. I, I'm very, very interested now in the Lana Nia Jack story, and to see. I mean, because if you think about it, I mean, besides from Tanner, because Tanner's always that weird opinion guy. The, 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 <laughs> he's definitely smarky, uh, and, and I think uh, even more smarkier than James, because James is a very conservative wrestling fan, and I, I, I think we've always seen eye to eye on that. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He, we're we're all, we're OG okay. wrestling fans. We are. I don't think James has ever been conservative. About anything uh, ever. Well, his yeah. wrestling, he is. He he like. Well, I I just the dude I, is I, sick, and he just exploded on the podcast. I, exactly conservative. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I'm excited about that. I, I'm excited about a lot of things in wrestling right now, which is a, a very hard thing to say, uh, given this year. Uh, there's a lot of good. I mean, again, no one knew this was coming. We've hard on it before, and we've adapted very very well, and and, and I appreciate that in, in our wrestling. Um, I know there was a couple of things that I wanted to bring up, but I, I, you know, as we close it up, does anything that y'all want to talk about? Uh, we can do that real quick. We we haven't really talked about COVID, and I know that it, like it's not fun to talk about COVID anymore. But I just want to bring it up once again. New Japan feels like the one show that's not trapped within the COVID bubble. Mm. You know, they're they're having shows to live fans, and to a lot of them, to a lot of live fans, and I think that's that's a credit to how Japan has been handling it, but. I'm tired of looking at you know goofy ass kids on Skype. So tired, and, dude. It, it, and like it really AEW has a couple fans and cool, and, and they're doing the thing with with the, the talent on the sides. It does work. You get the noise, you know, a, a little bit dampened, but but God, WWE. It, it's so weird because they dump so much money into something that just makes it worse to watch. Sometimes, yeah, I, I can. I, I don't. I, I, don't, I, I mean. It doesn't bother me. I, I, I'm more concerned about the shit that's actually happening in the show than the stupid screens. In Absolutely. fact, I don't even really know. That. I, honestly, if they could have been doing it for 20 years. I, it, I don't even. I, I've literally never noticed. But the fan interaction is always nice. Um, well, I hate fucking people. And I'm <laughs> fucking out, so fucking there he is. More conservative takes. <laughs> I hate well, forget people. I hate people. There we go. You know, man. We've had to. We've had to kind of deal with, you know, to Tanner's point about the COVID era and, and what James is saying right now, too. We've had to deal with, you know, mania and war games and all these shows without the COVID, you know, in the COVID era without the crowd. I got to tell you guys, like, I've been, you know, biting my nails for 11 months now. Like, the one I'm worried about is the Rumble, man. Like, the crowd makes oh, that show. And I don't shit. know. I don't know what the that Rumble's going to look like this year. You know what I mean? That's my like, favorite think of you. Yeah, mine too. And last year's with, you know, with I'm so thankful Edge got the pop he got last year and he deserved that. And I, I can't help but think, you know, to Tanner's point, New Japan has done exceptionally well in the current program. But I think, you know, for such a monumental year for AEW, like, you know, even going back to Brody Lee's debut, Sting's debut, the Kenny Omega winning the title, like how many moments is it kind of tragic that didn't have that monstrous crowd pop that's like, you know, one of those things like Austin running in and like the Foley Rock match, one of those clips they could watch 5, 10, 15 years from now and be like, God, the crowd reaction here gave me chills. And this whole year has kind of lacked that. Yep. And like, 
you know, other than other than you know Edge Edge win, uh, Edge's return and Drew McIntyre's winning, um, which were like just you know spine chilling pops before all of this went to hell. I don't know what Rumble's going to look like, and I feel like that sets the tone for the whole year. You know, for every show in in for you know here in North America anyway, like a good Rumble, I feel like sets the tone for the whole year. Where it's like, man, you know, like. Nakamura won. This is going to be a good mania. Like, you know, it just sets the tone for me for all the pay-per-views to come. That's like, I don't know what this year is going to be. Like, how do you, you know, even with the screens, even with, you know, a few NXT, you know, trainees or whatever, or fans, you know, in limited capacity, I don't know if it's going to be the same as, you know, that countdown as the clock comes down to that buzzer. Like, I don't know if they can replicate that in this COVID era. I almost wish they wouldn't do it, you know, until things can go. Because that's going to be really, I don't know, yeah. You know what, I want to throw in one little piece, and it's its that, I, I think I think this one is still a little, little tender for us, but, you know, Undertaker spent, I don't know how many years selling out stadiums, oh, and then yeah. he retires in front of no one after having yeah. so many good opportunities to retire yeah. with a solid career behind him. Yeah, yeah. Adam, I go expect ahead. two yeah, or three more retirements from the Undertaker. Anyway, oh my so god! Like it's fun. Woo! Can I just say though one thing about that? This whole thing about the COVID and the cheering. You know what makes me extra pissed about that though is WWE is notorious for fucking piping in fucking crowd noise when there's live crowd. Yeah, that's true. Just fucking turn the volume up. <laughs> Make it super loud. What the fuck? There's, you have people on screen like cheering. Just turn that shit up. Yeah. It makes me. It makes no sense. Anyways, that that bug. That's always bug. Go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry, man. No, 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 no. Uh, one thing that that Mike's point is, it sounds like the WWE is gonna start. Moving out of the Thunderdome yeah. and into, I think, the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays oh, uh, that's right. baseball yes. facility or yes. you know, park. And so they will have some fans, but it obviously yeah. will not be uh, it will not be a huge number. Although it does take place in Florida, so you don't know. It could be the Wild West. They may just uh, <laughs> fill it up. But uh, it does sound like, yeah, with... Uh, you had the Thunderdome for a couple of months, really, not not that long, and they may be transitioning to Tampa uh, for that. The one point I did want to bring up is I've kind of fallen back in love. I'd fallen out of love with NXT uh, at late summer because I was like, man, this is boring. I really don't care of what's going on, and you know there aren't any stars, so you know, quote unquote stars that just kind of keep my attention. But watching War Games, I really enjoyed War Games, and I really just said, this is yes. the best pro wrestling in North America. Sure. This I is the wrestling Adam. show. Yeah. And I love you, Adam. See, yeah. you say that there are no stars, but it, to me, it feels like... It doesn't feel like... Well, it feels like there are no stars because it's such an even playing ground. Yes. Like, every single person I can expect to carry a main event match. And I don't think I can yeah. say that for any other promote. Well, okay, I can say that for New Japan pretty pretty confidently. But, but yeah, NXT, in terms of North America, yeah, it's it's the wrestling show, period. No, and that's... Uh, like, yeah, you guys, that's my... You know, for, as AEW is for Tank and stuff, NXT is still for me. So, um, it's the one show that, like, even... You know, as to all the other, you know, major wrestling programs because of either, you know, sports entertainment, bad writing, whatever has kind of cost me, like a lot of the people that, that you know, that I watch with, the watch parties that I have, uh, like NXT still draws everybody in. Like, all I have to say, like, oh, War Games is this weekend. And boom, you know, I know, every, like, everybody's going to go out of their way to be there. But, uh, um, but yeah, it's just a footnote, like, something kind of like, you know, and, and like, mark this down under, like, infamous stories here and stuff, but... 
I get the feeling something big's about to transpire with Adam Cole. Guys, like I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into specifics what I think is about to happen, but Do I get the feeling, I get the feeling a jump is about to take place. If give you know us what a, I mean. Give us a teaser. He's gonna jump I, ship. I, I, I yeah, I think he's dead. <laughs> I I think uh, I well, let's fuck it. I think AEW is about to call Adam Cole home. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh. I think um, I think I've gotten a couple things of people like James knows and stuff like I have you know friends that live all over the country and some of which are are close to the performance center. I'll just say and certain things that kind of made it made it back to me that were like um, you know Adam Cole is really really passionate about his twitch account if you understand what i mean gotcha. and yeah. uh and that and you know we all saw what happened with the, the lovely miss selena vega with that Absolutely, regard so yeah. um and in case in, in case it hasn't been immediately obvious uh with this title shot coming up under new year's evil it's not adam cole and pete dunn fighting for that title shot it's kyle o'reilly and right. pete dunn fighting for that so, well, so where's adam in this well, picture makes sense. So, his wife is uh, there and shit so i mean I everybody yeah let's just yeah let's kind of i'm Again, like you know, nothing's a story until it's a story. But just yeah. I had m- Ooh, more than what one if person. He's, but if he's more than one. Hall. I <laughs> mean, what's that? What if he's oh a Scott Hall? He goes, you know why I'm here. You know who oh, I. Oh, no, you know I, who I, I could see him in a denim vest. I, I could do it. But see, yeah, I, sure. I, I want oh, wait, that really moment. quick. Really quick. It, 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 I'm just, I just uh, googled it right now. Uh, despite rumors, he has 18 months left on his contract, so it might be a while. But. I mean, oh, it, sure. it, yeah. Yeah. In, in COVID yeah. years, <laughs> like that's not long at all. Uh, so it, yeah. I'm sure that'll fly. I, I want yeah, that I moment where like Matt Jackson is like, I thought you were dead. And that was in June. So that was in June as well. And then we're, I mean, yeah. we're oh. in, into December. So, I mean, that was back in June when he had 18 months. So, so yeah. So, so, uh, presumably yes, a year. tank. The what? So we, I was wrong. I mean, a, a year, like even. You know, Adam has to be, you know, to me, like, just, like, Adam has to be looking at, like, you know, the bag of shit that, like, a, a can't-miss talent, like, Matt Riddle or Aleister Black or, you know, how these guys are being treated. And so, Chad Gable, for God's sakes, Chad Gable. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all of these guys should print Don't get money James started on, on Chad Gable. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, fucking Andrade. Like, the only uh, the only hope oh, that man. Andrade has is at least he's, he's fucking Charlotte, at least, and stuff. But now that Selena's... <laughs> Selena's gone, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, you know, like, this is, you know, this is a guy that you should just, like, you know, like, this is a guy that should print, you know, millions of dollars for you. You mean a top ten performer in the world? Yeah, exactly. He he should be there, Kenny Omega, like, charisma, work rate, like, all all of it. This is the the guy that started Los Ingobernables, like, you know what I mean? Like, Naito wouldn't be Naito in that Ingobernables, if it had not been for La Sombra and Rush in Mexico. Like, that's, like, this is a guy that should move that needle for you, and they can't fucking get a clue. How do you turn Prince Devitt into like that? I'm just going to go on a, a ramp, like a rampage now. So yeah, I mean, we're wrapping Adam up, Mike. Is, <laughs> no, yeah, go ahead, Adam man. Cole is like Cole isn't too intelligent a guy. Like he has to look at like, oh, I could plug into this main event scene in AEW. I'm I could work with Kenny. I could work with with Moxley. I could work with MJF. Like he's size wise, work rate promos he's the most like he's too versatile he's too like you know plugged into that crew the the bucks everybody like like you guys said Britt baker's there like i think you know if, if somebody somebody or something doesn't wise up 
in WWE right now, they're going to hand AEW, like, potentially their their biggest star. Like, I think Adam can do anything. He can, you could put him on a morning news program like The Miz, and he's going to shine. You could they're going to hand him a bullet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, I get the feelings like that the worst is, is yet to come for them, and they need to wise up fast, because they're going to watch millions of dollars walk out that door. Almost all of the guys that are in NXT who were at one point really promising and, you know, holding on to, uh, you know, the sort of future opportunity to hold a belt are all fucking elite guys. They're all guys who are friends with the Bucks, who have worked the history with them. If you fucking take guys like Cole and Devitt out of there, that's a huge win for AEW. And there's so already, there's already that relationship. So not doing that is like fucking shooting yourself in the dick. So I don't fucking, I know it seems like they're doing something with Devitt now, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get any of that shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. For a minute there. yeah. <laughs> just so you'll know, I just so you know, I had America the Beautiful playing for, for Mike Strine and Jim's and Timothy Strine <laughs> in the background. <laughs> that is beautiful. That is America. Man. No, speaking well, of uh, speaking of America, I, 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 Go ahead. This all started for me the other day when I had to read that Keith fucking Lee had to be sent back to freaking the performance center for seasoning. Like, holy shit. Stupid. Get like, the hell out yeah, of here that, with that bullshit. That's what I mean. Like, everybody else on that list, like Otis and, and Mace of the Retribution and all those other guys. like Slapjack. You know, yeah, all of those guys, I get it. Like, if they were one of... They want to teach him to learn WWE big guy style or whatever and stuff. Leave Keith Lee the fuck alone. Like, Make him your next first... Brock Lesnar. That's all yeah, you have to honestly, do. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that's another one that just like his charisma's there. Like he, you know, he's an incredible performer. Safe. Get him a know, damn like manager. You know. Tell him to shut yeah. up. He does. I mean, he does. I mean, he has his decent promos. Just tell him to shut up and tell him to work in the ring. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. But and that being said. I, I want to go back to it as, as far as like the things that you know the wrestlers that should be outside WWE doing doing the real work that they can do. I think the missing puzzle in all this is where we started, and that's with New Japan. I think if New Japan joins in on the fray with Impact, with Ring of Honor, with uh, AEW, of course, I, I think you, you have an, an unstoppable force of talent that is going to wreck havoc with WWE. I mean, if the second somebody like Okada. Be, like, Imagine, Tanner, close your eyes, watching AEW. Right? I'm going to piss myself. Yeah, no, you're not going to piss yourself. You're going to nut yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like, for real, I, I think you're right. I think New Japan is that key. I think if if and when New Japan joins that, whatever, alliance, it, it, it suddenly becomes that territory. Global, literally. Yeah. Needs to come to that territory I mean, and share, share that talent, boy, and they have a wrestling match. I, I mean, you pointed it out earlier on. You know, it's right there kind of under our noses. Like, uh, you pointed out, Tanner, Chris Bay was in, an impact guy, was in the Super J. Yep. And TJP was in. So bus. now you have, yeah, you have impact Dude. guys working a New Japan tournament. You have AEW connecting with with New Japan. Like, I, AEW I hated impact. TJ Perkins in WWE. Hated it was him. terrible. And then, dude, yeah. watching, I forgot about that match in Impact. He looked like a million bucks against the other yeah. WWE guy. Uh, uh, Tank, he's on New Japan's Hawkins, almost every week. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. I saw the first episode yeah. of him. 
He's almost nice. every week, and and we also have um, Tony Khan. Apparently, is in direct contact with Rocky Romero, like wow, all the time. So I I think it's I think it's about time. Well, and speaking <laughs> about Tony that Khan. time, it it is about that time <laughs> to wrap up here. Uh, I know there's so much to say. I know we haven't d- been doing this it's often. Been a while. Yeah, it has been a while, and I, I promise you guys, uh, we'll we'll get back to this regular routine. And just so you know, too, uh, we are moving off the Tank Rodriguez uh, Show platform and, and moving off to bigger and better things. Because fuck that guy, Tank Rodriguez. He's an asshole. Uh, it's, it's all right. It's a, it's it's, good. He, he's a okay. dickhead. Uh, but anyway, he can go suck it. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, be, be sure to still follow us on the Tank Rodriguez Show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, uh, but be on the lookout. Uh, definitely be on the lookout for um, you know when we start promoting the uh, the Sable of Studs podcast wrestling whoa, whoa, show. Oh, you're you're playing the music. Hold on, we we got one thing. Hold on. Oh, my bad. God damn! We were trying to give us a heads up. I thought you were sick. Real quick, uh, I want to say, Adam. Uh, you know, tonight it's uh, premiere tonight. Let's make sure everybody out there, if you really like wrestling, are, uh, let's get some eyes on Shockwave. Uh, oh shit! Yes. I have you it know. on my notes too. The fucking and then the uh, the second episode, the match, or was it the first one? I can't even remember. But the uh, Nick Aldis and uh, Mike um, Bennett, uh, uh, Bennett. Bennett. Mike Bennett. Yeah, it was, it was a really great match. I'm like, goddamn, these guys. No, it broke was really good. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. watch some Shockwave. Also, just one really quick one thing left. Uh, you mentioned earlier about Lex Luger that how you're what a terrible person you don't want Lex Luger to, to show up on AEW. I do personally. I want to see him show up, but here's how I want to see it happen. In the pirate you guys remember shirt. In when the Matt Hardy shirt. first appeared? <laughs> Matt Hardy first appeared on uh, Dynamite, where you know uh, Chris Jericho was on uh, the stage, I'm and all of a sudden, so fucking scared. Matt Hardy was like teleporting all over the. Stop, dude! I oh god, dang it! <laughs> There he goes. Teleport a wheelchair. I want that to be Lex Luger in the Jericho role on the stage, and all of a sudden, the fucking ghost of Miss Elizabeth is just fucking popping all over. No, I'm playing the like music. Like a hologram ghost. I am playing the music. I don't care what anyone says. That we're not. No, you little asshole. You you had us. You had good us. Night, you yeah. Whatever. Look, be sure to get caught in the oh. wheelchair wheel and then get. Yeah, get stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What kind? This is this is what happens when you don't do a show uh, for a while. I apologize. But anyway, this has been the Stable of Studs uh, Wrestling Podcast on the Tank Rodriguez Show. Uh, we really do appreciate you following us here on social media at Tank Rod Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, been a lookout for more social media for you to follow as we do part ways uh, into the new year. Uh, but for my hosts, I'm Tank Rodriguez uh, and for Tanner Treadway, Mailman Mike, Jimothy James Dean, and of course Adam Freaking Danger. Uh, who has also has a podcast on the Adam Danger Productions. Go follow that. Pretty good. We are the Stable Studs, and we'll see you next time if we haven't been canceled. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Where's the vodka? Wait.